Welcome to So You Want to Be a Witch, the podcast for soul-centered entrepreneurs and the people who love them. Hello, hello, Sarah M. Chapel here. Welcome to Free Coaching Thursday. Today we are going to talk about how to transition something like pricing or really anything in your business, in this case, sliding scale to a flat rate without losing clients? It's a great question for us to dive into today. And if you're new to Free Coaching Thursday, here is how it works. On Wednesday over on my Instagram, at Sarah M. Chapel, I put up a little question box. It says, do you need help with your business? And you can drop a question inside that box. Thursday around 1 p.m. Eastern time, I go live, answer any questions that we have, and then we also share this, of course, over onto our Instagram feed where you can catch the replays or on our podcast, So You Want to Be a Witch, where we release the replays on Tuesday. Today, because I wasn't paying attention yesterday, I put up my question box too early, so I actually don't have the fancy little Q&A question box. I can like click on it, but there's no questions because it was too early. Oh well, user error. But our question for today is how can I transition from sliding scale to a flat rate fee without losing folks? And here's the deal. You probably can't. <laughs> okay? Anytime that we make a major change in our business, be it changing our offers, changing our products, changing who we're focusing on, changing our pricing, and then yes, changing our pricing structure, we are going to lose customers. This is normal and it is part of doing business. It is a cost of doing business. The benefit to it though, is that those questions, those changes usually bring in new customers who have different priorities, different goals, and are more aligned with what we're working on doing. I don't mean to say you're shit out of luck making this transition from sliding scale to a flat rate. In fact, I'm really excited for you because my guess is this comes from a place of what is truly sustainable for you and your business. I think sliding scale can be really powerful, but it's also hard to manage for a lot of folks. So I hope that you're making a decision that makes you feel excited. But ultimately, when we make any change, there are always going to be people who choose not to go forward with us. That is their prerogative. So what can we do? The first piece is if we're making a change, especially something like this from sliding scale to a flat rate fee, is that we can give our current customers the opportunity to adapt by giving them some heads up, some advanced notice, and letting them know that we're going to be making this shift and that they have some period of time to get used to it. This is the same strategy you would use for just like a pricing increase, for example. And something like sliding scale to flat rate often comes off as a pricing increase. My guess is that you're probably not changing your flat rate to the lowest end of your scale um, for some folks. So what we can do is give people time to adapt. By the end of October or through October, you can book at sliding scale. After that, everything will be booked at the flat rate of XYZ. Now, this is like, you know, kind of grandfathering, grandmothering, grandpersoning in your existing customers and giving them some time to adjust to the change. You can still make that change completely forward facing as soon as you're ready, but it can be nice to give your existing customers some leeway. Chances are, because you asked this question, my guess is that you have a couple people specifically in mind who you are concerned about. And I find this to be common. I know when we've made changes in our business that I have had particular people in mind that I was nervous about losing, right? And um, there's two kind of perspectives on this. The first one is that it's none of your fucking business to make assumptions about what people want and don't want. And inserting ourselves into people's um, lives by making those assumptions 
often is not actually supportive. It is, and in my experience, doesn't often get the result that we want. It doesn't usually make enough of a difference. That said, if you know you have particular customers who rely on your sliding scale, especially at the lower end, and they're people you want to keep working with, you could always maintain an option for them, um, just for them privately, right? That they could have a special rate with you if they're people that you're seeing regularly and who you want to be able to continue to support. But that's entirely up to you. And often in my experience, making those kind of exceptions hasn't really led to led to the changes that I wanted. But that's just a personal opinion. That's not like a marketing maxim or a coaching thing. I think the second piece is often when we're making changes like this is to help people understand why we're making these changes. So if you feel like that would be useful for your customers, and we actually had a podcast episode a few weeks ago about how to change your mind in your business. So go check that out on at so you want to be a witch at so you want to be witch, whatever. So you want to be witch. It's not at anything. We do have an Instagram, but you know, so you want to be witch wherever podcasts are sold for free. We talked a little bit about changing your mind because in some level, this transition is also changing your mind, right? Any transition or a business is about creating a change and it can be helpful to help people understand why and essentially what is the benefit to them of this change. I'm going to guess that you're able to well, keep your business open, right? With the kinds of changes you're making. Maybe you're able to offer a higher level of service. Maybe it um, streamlines your backend workflow so you can be more focused on your customers, right? You can think of kind of how this benefits the clients and the customers so that they understand that. But ultimately, that's up to you. These are just strategies, right? Kind of grandfathering, grandmothering, grandpersoning in need a different, a, a less familial version of that. If somebody has a way to say that, let me know. <laughs> but, you know, essentially kind of bringing people in and giving them some period of time to maintain the current rates. Um, so some advance notice that can be very nice if you choose to do that for your existing clients. You can always have separate pricing for specific people if you want, especially um, if you are doing client based work, you're doing service based work. If it makes sense and you have existing clients for whom you know that that financial shift would make it prohibitive and you want to keep working with them or another option would just be to have solid referrals ready and say, hey, I'm not able to offer this service at this price point anymore, but here are some folks that would be a great fit. And that can be a really great way if you do, if you are increasing your rates or removing things, having a go-to for referrals if possible makes it easier because there are going to be customers, again, who are going to say, oh, uh, that's not what I want, or oh, I can't afford it at that rate, or even if they're happy for you, you're, you are going to lose people. And that is normal. It is so normal. We had to like wrap our heads around that. And actually, honestly, that's ultimately a good thing. That's one of the reasons that we can sustain so many amazing small businesses in this world is because we're meeting people at different stages, at different price points, at different levels of expertise and different areas of focus, right? I actually just had a conversation with somebody yesterday. I do very little one-on-one -on -one work anymore. I probably won't be doing any for this foreseeable future. And, um, outside of like consulting for like bigger companies, I need more referrals, right? I am so excited to be able to send more people to other business coaches, people who love doing one-on-one, -on -one, who have the capacity for it. Awesome, right? So just keeping in mind that as you make a shift and step into the place that you wanna be in your business, that also creates room for other people as well. And knowing who those folks are, especially in your community when you do in-person stuff, having those referrals on hand um, can be a really nice way to kind of soothe that transition for people as well. 
And then finally, um, just keeping in mind that the decision that you're making, I'm assuming, is what is best for you. And that is so exciting. I'm really happy for you. I hope, you know, when we make these changes in our businesses, ideally they're coming, like regardless of whether they're pricing changes or focus changes or, you know, niche changes, offer changes, hopefully it's because we're getting more clear on what we need to thrive and do our best work. So I'm hoping that that's what this change is for you and that keeping that focus and remembering that when you are best supported, you can also support your clients better, that those things are completely linked, your well-being, your ability to show up and support the people who you're working with. Um, just remember that, right? Remember that when you are sharing about this. Um, but I think that, yeah, I, I understand that maybe this isn't the answer you wanted. How can I make this change without losing people? And the short answer being, no, you can't. Any change is going to lead to people choosing to leave for whatever reason, and that that is normal. As businesses grow and shift and change, people move on. We made a major change a few years ago in my business that I was really excited about, and it directly resulted in several people who I thought of as being like very important customers for us deciding to move on. And ultimately, it was completely fine. They didn't want to go where we were going. They didn't like the, I mean, the vision that I was trying to bring into the world didn't resonate or didn't serve them in the way that they needed to be supported. And they were able to go and find somebody else to work with. So this kind of approach, even though it can feel a little scary when we make these shifts, it also is this place of, I mean, this is what we talk about really when like, when I say something like abundance mindset, this is what I mean, right? Not the like meditate your way to 10K vibes, but the sense of you leaning into what you need to do to support yourself and support your customers best means that some people will move on. It also means that new people are going to find you. People who were maybe unsure about the sliding scale, didn't know where they fit in, didn't know if that meant that you um, were only working with people who needed sliding scale, right? Things like that. And I'm just using that as an example because that was what your question was about. It doesn't make a difference, right? For, um, you know, we run into that a lot with folks who are like, oh, do you work with, you know, more established business owners? Yes, 110% we do. But if all I'm talking about is HBA, then our more established business owners are wondering, is that the right place for me, right? So just keeping in mind that these shifts ultimately are going to crack open new opportunities for you and also give you the opportunity to be someone who's referring people out to other opportunities and other people. Um, that is our only question for today. And it's such a juicy one. I'm glad we got to kind of go in there and just like uh, play with it. I hope that those strategies on how to communicate it or how to create this change are useful for you. And I hope that that kind of maybe that mindset shift or that um, different perspective on the idea of quote, losing people with a change, losing folks with a change will help you to step more fully into that possibility of the fact that you're going to be able to do what you, you're making a choice that's best for you and probably best for your business. And that also means that you're going to get new customers and that some of your folks are going to be ready to move on to other people as well. And that while that can feel kind of crappy, it's actually not a bad thing. It's a good thing. That is like, that is the space of abundance where it's like you, like the more that each of us kind of like hooks into what like we need and what we want, that means that we're going to be more and more aligned with the customers that are the right fit for us. And that folks who maybe are ready to go in a different direction now get to go work with other people. That's fucking awesome. So yeah, just quick recap. Any change you make in business means you're going to be losing people. It also means you're going to be gaining people. And this particular one with sliding scale, pricing changes can be challenging, but they do not need to be the end of the world, especially when you are taking care of yourself, 
and can communicate effectively to your existing customers why you're making this change and how it benefits them. That will help to mitigate the losses. And then finally, yes, giving people some space of time to, um, to adjust to the pricing or offering. If you do, I know a lot of folks who do services. I know I did when I had services. We always have this handful of people that we wanna make sure we're taken care of, that we've worked with for a long period of time that you can offer them maybe a longer period or a different pricing structure if that feels aligned to you. It's up to you. You definitely don't have to do that. So that is it for our free coaching Thursday today. Short and sweet, but a really fantastic question. Thank you so much to those uh, to the person who submitted. I appreciate it. Um, and those of you who are watching this live get to see a sporty Sarah. I'm wearing <laughs> my gym clothes and my, my high school theater club hat. Sarah fans will be shocked to know that I was the uh, secretary and then the vice where was I treasurer? I can't remember now. Eek, I gotta check. The secretary, then vice president, and then president of the drama club in high school. I know, hard to believe. And I have the hat to prove it. All right, y'all. We will be back next week for free coaching Thursday. After that, I'm going to uh, take some vacation. So I'm going to be gone for a couple weeks. We'll have a couple weeks off. Um, I need a bit of a break after this whole moving situation. If you haven't caught up on my move, go listen to today's episode of So You Want to Be a Witch about being a scammer, where I use me getting scammed by my movers to help you understand that you are not scamming people in your business. Great episode. Glad that we could find some uh, silver lining in that experience. Um, but we will have one more free coaching Thursday this month and then be off until the middle of October. So next week, come here Wednesday on Instagram at Sarah m chapel go into my stories i usually put it up in the afternoons there's a little question box that says what do you need help with drop your question in there on thursday around 1 p.m eastern time i will be here live and then of course you can catch the replay over on our instagram feed or on our podcast at so you want to be a witch thank you all so much for being here today thank you for your questions and the opportunity to support you in this way and i will see you next week bye for now